We're two guys. Two guys. We're, we happen to be gay. What does it matter? Two guys in a movie. In a movie. Which is brilliant. Okay, so we're two guys, one movie, and we watch them. Girl, I'm crazy up. Happy Sunday. Yeah, you too. Happy Sunday. That was my Adele impression. It's <laughs> your new Sunday jingle. It's my new Sunday jingle. <laughs> well, I stare at my my uh, my. I love this watch because it reminds you when to breathe. But I don't understand that. You mentioned that to me before, but I don't understand how a watch can remind you to breathe because you're breathing all day long. In, it's meditation. Oh, you right, right. You told it me doesn't literally say too, breathe. Yeah. I mean, come on, Adam. I never, I never listen to any. <laughs> Courtesy of my says, hubby. So. I uh, I think I I can't decide if I'm going to get one or not. The one I want is the space gray cover, but like the darker nylon band. But that you know you can always change the bands. Yeah, I know. So but that one's usually sold out. So I think I'm going to get the one the the black band that's like that material. Yeah, and then because they apparently are coming out with new materials like in the next few weeks or couple probably months or something. They're doing these iPhone eight thing. So I saw a, a, an article about it, but I didn't read it. It just said something about iTunes. I mean, They're iTunes. starting early, early I, development iPhone on it. iPhone 8 and then like $1,000 or something. It's going to cost $1,000. Why? It's supposed to be like a whole different phone altogether. Why? Well, it is because it's a different device. I just don't, so don't know don't how, how they can... I don't know how they can... What do you call it? Um, upgrade on something that's so beautiful as the iPhone. How can they make it better? Oh, the iPhone 7? Yeah. I don't see how they can make it better. But then, obviously, they are making it different. Maybe not better. It's but physically it different, different. If it's a thousand dollars, well, you know what? Can it, what can be that different to just? They're gonna they're gonna do like the uh, first of all, they're gonna do seven S. Oh yeah, they're gonna do two versions. Two versions, seven S and a seven plus S or something. Uh huh. And then the iPhone. 8. And then the eight. My contract tells me I can get the latest iPhone, so I can get both of them. And also, um. They're saying that you could do like uh, wireless um, charging, battery charge. But I think there's a Samsung model that you can do that already with. Probably. Because they're always saying that iPhone is always catching up with Samsung. Yeah. But. But I don't like Samsung at all. Traditionally, Apple does it better. They may be a little behind the game, but they're when they actually do do it, it's usually better. Yeah, than for sure. Everyone else is For sure. And Apple is just dummy friendly. Like I could. It's like so easy to manipulate. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, oh my god! Erase that. Erase that. I feel bad now. <laughs> um, so today's movie. What are we doing, Adam? Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Which originally was called the script, and while they were filming it, called the Bride and the Wolf. Are you serious? Yes. Because remember, she's telling him about his life. She's like, I'm going to tell you about your life. You're a wolf who chewed off his own foot to escape the the relationship you were in with the wrong woman. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it was going to be called The Bride and the Wolf. And he originally thought of, um, when he was writing it, John Patrick Shanley, he was a playwright. He wrote this, not as a play, but as a film script. And he originally wrote it thinking of Sally Field for the lead role. Sally Field for the lead role. Yeah. Which, again, would have been fine. It could have worked. It would have been a totally different movie, but it would have been just like what we were saying um, had... Um, um, that guy from... What movie was it? I don't know. I was thinking... Baby when... Mama. Is that what you're saying? That oh, when Richard right. Gere Richard was Gere supposed to be Steve yeah, Martin's Yeah, it would have been, been fine, but it would have been a different performance, right? For sure. And when we did Hocus Pocus, I was like, that would be like... No, not Hocus Pocus. Um, Pretty yeah. Woman. We were yeah, saying yeah. that if it was like a different actress, it would have been yeah. a different tone. But so it would have worked. But it, yeah, it would have been different. But it was, I never remembered when this movie came out. It came out in 87. So it was two years before um, Olympia Dukakis did Still Magnolias. But it was after Cher had movie. already been nominated for an Oscar for Silkwood a few years before. What is Silkwood? This movie with Meryl Streep. I've never seen it. I've never we seen it. I've never it. heard about it. Yeah. <gasps> you know what was playing last night? I think it's about like unions and some shit. Oh, not, like, I know. Is like, that it, babe? No, no, radiation leaks. Radiation yeah. leaks? Oh, so not unions. No, I made that part up. Like covering up radiation leaks. You guys are all just, if you're talking about unions, you're talking about Norma Ray. Norma Ray. Right. Sally Field. Norma Ray. We'll have to watch yes. that too. 
Guess what was playing last night at the Oval Station? The what? And by that I mean Lifetime. Oh. What? The ovary station. Oh, I was like, there's a... There's Not the a, oval, the ovary uh, station. The oval office now has... <laughs> the a, oval office. surprised me. <laughs> I did read that Trump, happened. all he does is watch TV all day. Yeah, which is... Well, Steve Bannon runs the country. Did you see now that... What's the guy... Um, the guy, the not the Daily Show guy originally, but not John Stewart, but the other guy, Kabir, and I could be making that. Maybe it's not even Kabir. Maybe it's oh um, no no no, he was from Surgery with, with Candy. Stephen Colbert, Kabir, yeah, yeah. Is it Colbert or Colbert? Colbert. Okay, him. But I don't. But now I'm not even sure if it's actually him or someone else who does a show like that. It's not the guy who does the new Daily Show, Trevor. Noah, Trevor Noah. Whatever. No, yeah, it's not him. He's it's so some, hot it's, This is a white guy I'm thinking about, but I don't. It may be. Well, tell me what it is, and I'll tell you if it's who? a great guy. No, it must definitely be Cabrera. So they are taking money and actually doing commercials and buying time to air these commercials during the morning shows that he knows Trump watches. So like any of the morning news shows on Fox News, he's buying the time with their money to put to show these commercials that educate Trump. Like, this is the Constitution. And with this part of the <laughs> yeah. Constitution, this article means that you're not allowed to do blah, 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 I blah. love it. And then there's, so a, cool. there's other parts where this obviously part doesn't get aired on TV, obviously, because it's part of the joke. But there's a big picture of a vagina. And like, and this little <laughs> fella here is called the clitoris. <laughs> I, I love it. It's amazing because it, he's actually doing it. Like it's actually airing these commercials that are educational for Trump during his shows. Because there was, um, I think he may have been on Air Force One, and they were they were doing something, and they were filming it, and you could hear because all the reporters were in the room, you could hear one of like the insurance companies jingle from the commercial in the background, really loud too. Like, are you really serious? Loud. Yeah. So like it's always playing. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, he watches TV all day, yeah. Trump. And so if he hears one person say something, that's why he thinks is real. He, but apparently he watches everything that he still calls fake news, but then he still uses it as news. I just cannot wait till this joke is over. Yeah, well, Seriously. It's just when is it going to Because it's funny. That's it's actually right. funny. Well, until, until it's not funny anymore. <laughs> um, also, I want to see a sequel to Moonstruck. And last night um, at the Oval Station, the Ovary Station, guess what movie was playing? What? Driving Miss Fucking Daisy. Oh, I love Driving Miss Daisy. I've never seen the movie. I saw snippets of it because we came home from dinner and I was like fucking tipsy and I was like falling asleep. You had like but a, I was like, one there, sip of wine? There's a, I had two two glasses. <laughs> two bottles? I'm like, you were more Two than glasses tipsy. and I'm like, oh You were three God. sheets to the wind. I don't understand <laughs> that saying. Does anyone else understand that saying? No, but I never understood the saying from uh, from Roseanne. Roseanne's mom when she was like, and when you were knee high to a grasshopper. I'm like, what the f- It's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. knee high to grasshopper. Maybe it's because I'm southern and we have stupid shit, but that makes more sense. Well, the imagery is more. It doesn't make sense, but I understand it immediately. Yeah. Then three sheets to the wind. I don't get that. Three sheets to the wind. I don't get it. There was a bar in in Connecticut near where I work called Three Sheets, which I thought was kind of funny. But again, I don't understand where that saying even is. Three sheets to the wind. Hmm. Maybe it's a riddle. Yeah, I I tried to say that the other day, but I said something else now, and but that made more sense. But now I can't remember what it was. Well, we can have our listeners send us in their favorite quotes, yeah, and their meaning behind it, and a yeah, picture. Like, I want a picture, a picture like drawn out, yeah, like of, of, of out? what the meaning is. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, what they think the meaning oh, is. Oh, right, because or how it. You're better at picture books than I am. I'm more <laughs> visual than I am literal. Mm-hmm. Not really. I love reading books. Really? And by that I mean watching things on Netflix. <laughs> reading, reading, <laughs> watching books that have been adapted. Yes. Like, what's the difference between listening to a book and reading a book? It's the same thing. Well, wait, you wait. Do you mean watching a movie or listening on Audible? Well, I just brought another topic: listening to oh, okay. Audible books. Okay, so okay. it's like it's creepier than actually I reading tried, it. I tried, but I get distracted, and I end up I can't. I'm not listening. Right, I got it. But you think the same thing would happen when I'm listening to podcasts, and no. But maybe it's because they're keep the conversation is keeping me more engaged than listening to someone read a book. That doesn't really keep me engaged. Maybe it's just because they're bad readers. Because the whole point is that you're supposed to engage them, and maybe they're just their 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 voice doesn't engage me. I don't know. Like my voice probably doesn't engage people in this. They probably it, don't listen for ninety percent of it until you. They're, oh, everybody, quiet! Hi, I was talking. Let's listen. I 
doubt that. I highly, and if, if, they, if it does happen, thank you, people. Thank you very much for your support. What Hiro's words of wisdom? This should be our new thing. Our weekly <laughs> yeah. words of wisdom from Hiro. And it's something you come up with. Yeah, right. Listen, we got to have ideas for all of our merchandise when we go on tour. <laughs> I'm already planning it. <laughs> I see. I already know which places we're not going to, which is which North, is North Carolina. Why not? Because I'm not giving those people who used to pick on me in high school a reason to 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 come and then try to suck up to me. Just kidding. They don't listen to podcasts. They don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of sad. Uh, okay, so the movie was came out in '87. '87. Oh, so Cher had yeah. So I always thought this was Cher's big breakthrough acting wise. That's and, what I thought and too. She won the Oscar for it, but no, because now it makes more sense. She won't probably wouldn't have won the Oscar had it been her breakthrough. Um, but people had already loved her so much and stuff, so she already nominated for Silkwood, um, which is the Vistin had just came to out see right that before movie. she. What? Which is the Vistin? So oh, Silkwood. I was like, we went to see which is the Vistin. Remember when we did it? Um, weren't you there? No, I haven't seen that movie. I've only seen like the ending of it. Oh, that was me, Derek, and and um, my ex. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, because the drag queen does the thing. Remember, we went to see something there though with Jen. Did you go with us to see Still Magnolias? No, you didn't. No, did you? Wait, we was Still Magnolias here the other couple of weeks ago. Hmm. When they were playing it at Excelsior. No, but so. They're in the theater in Chelsea, the movie theater. Yeah. The dra- a drag queen hosts a movie. Yeah, I've never week. went to see you with You that. never went to no. either of them. No. Well, I went for Still Magnolias, and then I went for Witches of Easton, and I feel like I went for a third one, but I can't remember what it was. You anyway, I want to see that movie. Um, so Witches of Easton had just came out when she started filming this, and she almost didn't take Wait, the Wait, Witches of Eastwick? Yeah, sorry, Eastwick. I'm okay. thinking of the <laughs> Lifetime series. Yeah, I'm like, you're confusing those. Which was so bad, but so good. I was so upset when it ended, and there were I was so happy because there were talks that Netflix was going to pick it up because why not, right? I had a huge cult following, but no nothing that actually helped with the ratings, and so but no one ever picked it up, which sucks. But um, um, oh, so she had done Witches of Eastwick, and um, I didn't know what this it starts with an S. Wait, is that what the, that she plays a, the mom to this uh, long face kid? I don't know what I've never heard What's of What's the name of that movie? It's like one word, and it starts with like an S. Hold on a second. Let's see if I can look it up. There's a movie where Cher plays someone's mom who he he has like a deformity on this right. mask. No, it wasn't mask. Okay, it wasn't mask. It was another know. one. I don't know what Anyway, so about. she had just done those two movies back to back. Like she did Witches of Eastwick and then that one. And by the time she finished that one, Eastwick was coming out. Um, and so she was in high demand at the time, but she was so tired, she just didn't want to do another movie. And she was going to turn this one. She actually did turn it down. And then they talked her into doing it. Um, and Wait, which one? Uh, Moonstruck? Yeah. She was talked into doing it because she wasn't, didn't want to yeah, do she it? she didn't want to do it because she was so tired of, of having to do everything else. And she was in such high demand, they wanted her. And oh so God, she's like, I'm not going to do it. And then they talked her into doing it. And then she, um, again, it was called The Bride and the, not The Bride and the Groom, The Bride and the Wolf at the time. And then while they were filming, the guy was like, listen, you have to change the name of this movie. No one's going to see that. No one's going to know what it is. Um, and so that's, they talk about the moon all the time. So she's like, she's Moonstruck. So we'll change the name to Moonstruck, which is so much better. Um, much better. And during the filming of the movie, even this is, um, Olympia Dukakis's first big role in a movie. She was really well known in, from the cast, in the casting industry and in the theater world. Like a lot of the casting directors know who she was, but she was never given a big role until this movie. The moment she came in, what well, there was, who was it? Um, Mercedes Rule and someone else. Suspect. Suspect. That was the movie. Yes, yeah. that's the movie. Um, there was a Mercedes Rule and someone else. They were they wanted them for the role of the mom. Um, but then when Olympia Dukakis came in and read for it, immediately the director hired her. Um, and the director is Norman Jewison, is his name, I think. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> this was her first big role, and then a few years after that was still Magnolias. But anyway, when they were oh, filming, really? when they were filming the movie, even. Like Cher and Olympia Dukakis even said that they spoke like in between takes and stuff about how the movie was going to be a dud and a and a flop and was going to be a failure and wasn't going to be popular. And then cut to um, like after the movie was getting ready to be released, before it was released, um, 
they uh, the direct the director was going to some show like some like uh, event in Canada I think or something like that and he asked Olympia Dukakis to come with her and so she's like okay and so he goes he's like during like his presentation he's like I just want you guys to be aware you're going to be the first people to see Olympia Dukakis in her Oscar winning role because she's going to win an Oscar for this and she's just like oh please just, <laughs> this is your way of thanking me for coming up here and doing this thing with wait you. so Dukakis Cut to a won year later she won for supporting actress and, and Cher, Cher won, won for, for best actress yeah. who was Cher against that year I'm, I'm trying to, I want to see oh can you look that up somewhere yeah you can look it up on IMDb oh it's too much stuff um, oh my god look at that so yeah that's the backstory of it but um so she plays like this Italian widow. She's yes. like 37, 38-ish. 37. 37. 37. Um, which, if you looking back at it now, like she, some people get gray early, but she wouldn't have been that gray looking and that older looking in the in the in the, in the beginning. Because she actually she still looks gorgeous, but she is a little older looking in the beginning. Not in just the, the begin- gray. You but know even what's funny? In the beginning, like in the first like five minutes, she looks older. But then when you the, the close ups, I'm like, she looks like she's in her twenties. Yeah. Even with her, even with her little she gray. Was when she did it. I mean, I don't know. 1983, um, that movie came out. So 83, no, 87. 87. I'm thinking about the suspect thing. Uh, um, so, so, yeah, she, she plays like a 37-year-old widow who was only married for a couple years before her husband died seven years prior. She says in there she was 28 when she 28, married. yes, 28. They got married, and then two years later, so I guess when she was 30, yeah, he died, and then now it's seven years later. Um, and she hasn't dated. She hadn't dated but one person, which is, what's his name? Uh, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Camarari. And his brother is Ronnie Camarari. So she's dating Johnny, and he's just this older guy um, who you just assume they have a nice, good relationship, right? And then they're at dinner. Oh, so she plays this widow. She's engaged to this guy. Yeah. He ends up going back to Sicily because his mother is on her deathbed. deathbed. And he's like, I'll only be going for a week, two weeks tops, whatever. And then while he's like, but listen, I have this brother I never told you about. She's like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, yeah, I have this younger brother. We haven't spoken in five years. Like, it's important for me for him to come to the wedding. Will you please call him and ask him to come? She's like, fine, I will. So she calls him and he's like an asshole. So he's like, he's at the phone. She's like, this motherfucker. He's like one of the most dramatic people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he is. Like, <laughs> so which dramatic. is why it works that Nicolas Cage played him because he's not that good of an actor. So it would... I mean, he's he's slightly better than Keanu Reeves. I'm not. He's better than Keanu Reeves. He's yeah, not slightly. I mean, he is Keanu better than Keanu Reeves, but he's not amazing, right? But it worked in this role. Keanu Share. It's true. <laughs> um, and so but I love it because she's like, have you ever seen that Monique skit when she talks about the difference between white women and black women in relationships and when they're arguing? No. So she's like, those white women are always like, oh, I'm not going to yell at my husband and get in an argument in the morning before he goes to work because he's got to go and concentrate and make the money and come home. She's like, not black women. We'll be arguing with you anytime. And if you're going to be, oh, I got to go to work. Fuck you. We're coming to your job. That's basically what she did. That's what it reminded me of. She's like, you're not going to hang up on me. So she went to find him. Um, <laughs> so anyway, she ends up meeting him and it's kind of like strangely like love at first sight in a way you don't even expect it and then they start making out and then they're like totally in love and having sex well i mean did you see him in the tank top all sweaty and shit with a tattoo yeah, showing? you also see his face oh, that was kind of really mean but it was not that attractive um so they basically fall in love and like instantaneously like, yeah yeah but look at her fucking bro- look at his brother you're gonna go from that shit someone who is much to older Johnny? to someone Come who's on. younger like Oof. Am I tanked but up I think scene? I think what it is, it wasn't even like the physical thing. I think it was just like he's so dramatic, but not he is not, overtly, but dramatic. not in like a bad way. It's just like in like um, uh, I'm just living my life, and then <laughs> you know, life is life. <laughs> chopped off hands. There was this one thing. He was like, Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his wife. I have no <laughs> hand. I have no wife. Um, and she's like, what? And I actually think the unsung hero of the movie is the young girl who works at the bakery. Who's, who's in, in love, love with him. him. So first of all, when Cheryl <laughs> walks in and she's like, is uh, Ronnie coming right here? She's like, he's in the, he's like, what? In the basement. He's, he's, he's in, in the, the oven. Why? He's... And she goes, because I want to talk to him. Why? <laughs> she said it nicer <laughs> than I would have. But because I would have like, because I want to talk to him. Did I ask? Did I say, did you need to ask? Because I want to talk to him. Um, but anyway, so she goes down there and, um, and that girl, during this whole dramatic moment, that girl is crying and is like, I'm in love with him, but he'll never know because he cannot love since he lost his 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 hand and his woman. I'm like, wait, what? Like, it's so dramatic. <laughs> um, so they fall in love and then the guy comes back and 
basically the last scene of the movie is him tell is her him finding out that you know first of all he says I can't marry you because you know I'm like in my forties which I, he's older than that come on he looked older than that who uh, Johnny Camerari he looked I mean, like he was in his fifties you think so yeah. how old is he I don't know I mean, he looked old and so he's like I'm in my forties and you know if I marry you my mom will die again because. Which it didn't really make sense to me because I thought when she found out he was getting married, that's why she got so Wait, excited. Johnny's brother. Ronnie's brother. Ronnie's brother, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. He looks like a fucking 50-something 50 50 right. years old. But that's what I'm saying. Is like He says his mom got better and started cooking when he said he was getting married. But then he comes back and says, I can't marry you because my mom will die. I don't get it. I thought if he doesn't marry her, the mom will die, right? That his His reasoning didn't make sense to me. So he says, okay, so the mother's in the bed dying. Yes. He says, I'm getting married. She gets happy. And gets once she, she, he says, once she died, we can get married. So once I go over to Italy to make to, you know, that she's dead, I'm going to go to the service and then come back and marry you. Right. But she's dying. But when he said, when he told his mother, I'm getting married, she got well. Right. She got up and started. He said she, she got so much better. She started cooking for everybody because she was happy he was getting married. But then he comes back and says, I can't marry you because my mom will die. Well, I think superstitious. I the superstition. I mean, since she, since they weren't oh. married, you know what I mean? Superstition. So once he gets married, oh. she's going to die. Oh, he was thinking of it not as she got, she got well because she's happy that he's going to get no, married. No, 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 no. She's oh. it's superstition. Yeah. Okay. Well, if it's like if you if, if it ain't if it ain't was, broken, don't fix it. That kind was of the thing. southern backwards way of getting the point across. Um, I can't believe that the movie was actually titled "The Bride and the Wolf." Yeah, no. Before Moonstruck, I know. It's, that, That's that, crazy. That, like, again, he's a playwright uh, originally, so that sounds like the name of a play. You know what I mean? That would work, but as a movie, not so much. Um, but yeah, they never thought it would be popular, and it was a huge success. Um, and. The writer got the Oscar, say so one for original screenplay, one for Olympia Dukakis, and one for Cher. Cher. Um, but yeah, that's really good. Three Oscars. Um, that's amazing. Because this is the year that Cher wore that insane outfit with the big thing. Oh, like is that. it? Mm-hmm. Damn, I really want to go. I want to see Silkwood now. Um, I'm all about older movies. The one thing I thought was interesting, one of the plots is, well, first of all, Olympia Dukakis, of course she won the Oscar because she was fabulous in it. Um, the Her husband, the dad... Is having an affair. No, no, no. I wait, wait, wait before you go any further. <laughs> when she announces to her father that she got, you know, engaged. Oh, well, first of all, she, the dialogue I love was. She comes cr- home I just loved it. Afterwards, well, so he, when he asked her to marry him in the restaurant, um, you would think because he's bringing the, he asked for the dessert cart to come over. She's like, mm-hmm. you never want dessert. He's like, well, let's try something different. You would think the ring going to be in a dessert or something, right? Yeah. There was no ring. Cause she's like, well, where's the? She's like, you got to get on your hands and knees. She's like, I got married before. You're gonna propose to a woman, you have to have a ring for the woman. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, well, first of all, if you're gonna propose to a woman, you got to do it right, which is get on your knees. And if you propose to a woman, you got to have a ring. Um, but like, so she made him get on his knees, and then at that point, everyone in the restaurant turns around and starts looking. Um, and then he asked her to marry him because you know her thing is like, listen, I got married before, I had awful luck. He died two years later. I. Because they, because she awful. feels like it was bad, yeah. you know. She, I want, I want this to be done correctly based on a tradition. proper wedding, yeah, ceremony, right? Not the, just city hall and the, call it a day, right? The correct engagement, mm-hmm. the correct uh, wedding, everything, and um, and so then yeah, she, she's like, "Where's the ring?" He's like, oh, "The ring," and so she has to use this pinky ring. Um, I love this ring. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I love this ring. If you're gonna ask a woman to marry you, you, you have, have to have a ring. ring. Um, and so then she immediately, yes, of course, in front of all these people, I'll marry. I, she but said it was, twice. it was very like, she was very nonchalant. She was like, okay, of course I'll marry you. Like, yeah. whatever. But yeah, and I guess she, she wasn't surprised, but then it made, it's as if she was kind of like movie, over it. Well, in this moment like, in okay. the movie, I just think of it as, oh, she wasn't surprised. She knew he was going to ask. And of course she would, cause she loves him. So I thought, right. Mm-hmm. But then when she goes home, she has the bottle of whatever it is. Is it wine or champagne? And or what, what do they it? put in there? I don't know. I'm like, is that like an anta- an acid? Probably an acid. An, an acid. An, an acid. Anta- antacid. An, 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 an acid. Antacid. An, an, antacid. Whatever. whatever. You know what I mean. Something for indigestion. <laughs> um, when he she goes back and she sees because she 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 sees her father first. And he's like, you can engage. She's like, oh, I can engage to whatever the fuck. He's like, I'm not going. <laughs> I don't like I'm it. I'm not going. I don't like it. Well, first of all, I going. love that she sits down because he's listening to the record. <laughs> yeah. And she said, she sits down. She's like, pops or dad or whatever. But it was very she nonchalant. Goes, she was like, it's like, it's, like, like, it's a Tuesday. I have news. And he goes, let's go into the kitchen. 
what you have to go into the kitchen to have news and so they sit down and ask yeah that's when she says i'm getting married to johnny camarari he's like i don't like him i'm not going i'm not going i will not go and then finally i'm not going (laughs) i'm not going tell your mother (laughs) and so they go in and wake her up what's her name um mom hold on let me see if i can look it up here you you figure we'd be more prepared right (laughs) usually you're the one who has it up I know, but I'm not. Rose Castorini. Rose. Rose Castorini. So he was like, Rose, 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 Rose. And then immediately she just opens her eyes like she was not even asleep. And yeah, she goes, like, who's dead? <laughs> who's, who's dead? dead? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, she's getting married. And she goes, oh, to Johnny Camarari? She goes, yes, mother. And he, she goes, do you love him? No. Good. Because <laughs> when you love them, like when you love them, they, what is they ruin your life or something like that? Yeah, or they'll drive you crazy because they drive you crazy because they know they can, Uh, which is funny because at the end of the movie, when after you know when he comes back and they're all in the kitchen and you know he's like I she's going to tell him that she cheated on him with the brother and and can't marry him blah blah and then he before that he goes I can't marry she's like what you gave me a ring and then it turns his whole you gave me a ring what are you talking about you can't propose (laughs) you can't marry me and then she throws the ring at him and then. Um, what's his name? John, Ronnie, the younger brother, goes, will you marry me? And she goes, what? Where's the ring? <laughs> and so he has to borrow the pinky ring from, from him. Jo- from uh, Johnny. Yeah, from the brother. And then goes, she goes, yes, of course, in front of all these people, I will marry you. And then the mom goes, do you love him? She goes, I love him awful. She goes, that Gosh, sucks. That's damn. too bad. <laughs> that movie was so good. I would watch it again. It's, it's really so good. cute. And then, so the husband... The husband was having an affair, right? That was like the craziest shit in the whole it movie. Was and I love... Everyone was kind of cheating on somebody else. What was the... The whole family. What was her saying? She's like, you're really good with things of the mind or something like that. Because he, he's like a plumber, but apparently he's really well off. And so he talks... This... He charges $10,000 for the job. Back then. Because he uses... What is in it? In 1987. Copper. He uses <laughs> copper. Yeah, but what he told them, he was like... They're like, so what do you think, Mr. Castorini? And he goes... $10,800. That sounds, seems like a lot of money. Listen, there's the pipes that you have now. There's three types of pipes. He holds up six fingers. <laughs> there's the types you have now. Awful. Garbage. Then there's, what is it? Not brass, but something else. I don't know, whatever. And then he goes, <laughs> that's all right. It's all right. It's the last about 10 years. It's all right. Unless something happens. The garbage. Yeah. And then there's copper. The only pipe I work with. And then they're like, okay, fine. The husband's like, okay, I think we should do it. And the wife's like, I need that money. Um, so, yeah. So, like, he has, like, a whole, like, building, a whole brownstone. Like, yes, he does. Remember to when, themselves. when the other guy was walking her, uh, Rose home? He's like, she's like, this is my house. It's like a mansion. The whole building is a mansion. It's a house. It's a house. <laughs> and I agree with her. It's a, hu- it's it's a, a house. house everywhere else. Here, it is a mansion. But He's like, like I live in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> and he was so much younger than her. And I never realized that watching the movie previously i never realized he was that much younger i wonder if they're really the same age and she, and she wishes no, me to look she older is older than he is but like i'm used to him being an older man yes you know all the I time because he was in coach yeah and he was in the west wing too i think yes he was as a really older man um but yeah so the husband was having an affair and then um with mona mona because <laughs> when she, he's telling her the story about talking the couple into doing uh-huh. a copper, she's like you're so good with things in the mind or something like that and he's like mm. and then he gives her the probably the hideous bracelet that's ever existed in the world i wanted to die it, she's like i oh wanted my to die God, cosmo and it was the <laughs> ugliest thing i've ever seen she um, weighs bite to him right <laughs> uh but then the funny thing is so when she goes to, when she, uh share what's her name Loretta. Loretta. When she goes to meet him, because she's like, they, they basically, she goes up, when she meets him, they there's the big dramatic scene, and then he says, I live above the bakery, I live upstairs. She says, let's go up there and let's talk. And then he's like, what are you, what's that smell? She goes, I'm making you a steak. I don't want a steak. You'll eat it anyway. I like it medium, I like it well done or something like that. She goes, you eat this one bloody, it'll feed your blood. All kinds of funny stuff like that. And um, so she cooks for him. He's like, this is good. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> they talk. And then that's when she's like, you're a wolf. Who you? She was not the right woman for you. You bit chewed off your own foot to save you from a relationship with the wrong woman. And now you're blaming her on your brother. And so she goes off on him. And then he just like gets mad and throws the table all up. Like literally like turns into like Teresa from <laughs> Real Housewives. Yeah. Nine thousand times. 
19 times. Uh, and then just grabs her and then kisses her. She goes, oh, wait a minute. Pushes him off. And then jumps back and starts kissing him. But wait, again. what does he say when he picks her up? Oh, she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, I'm taking you to the bed. She's like, oh, I don't care. Just take me. Just take me to the bed. I don't care anymore. <laughs> take your revenge out on me. Yeah. He goes, yeah. She's like, I know you're angry. Oh, he's like, I'm so angry at my But what does he say take when he picks her up, though? He says something, son of a bitch. Or some oh, I don't shit. remember that part. <laughs> I'm like, this is the most dramatic fucking movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. There's so drama. But it's so funny. But wait, uh, she so was like, take, me, t- take your revenge out on your brother yeah, take and me. Your revenge until it's only take flesh and bone. Until I'm only flesh and bone. <laughs> he goes, until you're only flesh and bone. Uh, and then they do it. Uh, Numerous times. And then the next day, or the next morning, or later that day, or whatever, he's like, come to the Met with me. She's like, where's the Met? <laughs> She's like, where's, where's the, the Met? Met? I'm like, bitch, you grew up in New York. Come on. Um... But yeah, so he she she was like, no, you need to leave me alone. I'm getting married to your brother. You're like, you don't love him. He's not a good man. Like he's not right for you. Blah 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 blah. And um, she's like, I'm going to marry him. And he's like, I'll leave you alone if you come to the Met with me to the opera. And she's like, fine, I'll go with you. Um, but then you're going to leave me alone. And so she's she, like, she's like, she's like, why the opera? She's like, because there's two things I love in life: the opera and you. <laughs> You have her. to give him credit, though. <laughs> but that's what that's makes like, it so... I think it was good in the role. It's charming. It's so good and funny. He's oh, my charming, God. And he pulls it off. You want to have dinner with these people one night. You want to be in that kitchen with them. I had just met someone, and they said, there's two things I love in life, the opera and you. And I, I want them and I want them for one night and to be in my life for the rest I, of the last time. I would have done it. It would have worked. I would have been like, fuck yeah. That's, who doesn't want to hear that? Oh, my God. You know? Uh, it's so charming, and but also innocent. Very anyway. innocent, and naive, that was, naive. That was a very big, I think, draw to her because I think she became so jaded after everything happened. Well, to look her. what she dressed. What is she? A fucking nun? True. I'm like, Sit. no offense to Th- nuns that and how hair. they dress, but it's not necessarily well, offense the most to stylish. them. Offense to them because why dress like that? <laughs> yeah, bullshit. It is offense to them. <laughs> Shit. You don't need to dress like that. God. Um, you love God. You're not mourning Him. Um, <laughs> seriously, pick a side, ladies. Pick a side. <laughs> but then she goes and she's she decides to get her hair done, right? So she gets it dyed, and th- those women are just so excited. Oh, my God, we can't believe it. We're so excited. We've been waiting years to do this. I can't wait to do your eyebrows. She's like, what are you going to do to my eyebrows? So they basically just dye her hair. They cut it and try and dye it so that it's, yeah. you know, no It looks great. proper. It looks, yeah. pro- you know, proper. Yeah, and then Met she, proper. she walks by this dress shop, and she stops in and gets the dress, and she has, like, lingerie and stuff and shoes, and she's trying all of them on. And, in the fireplace. Yes, yeah, so at the fireplace <laughs> in her apartment, looking in the mirror, putting her lipstick on. She's like, I look good. Um, <laughs> and then she meets him at the Met. And then they do the, see the opera. And at the end of the opera, they're leaving. She sees her fucking dad with the mistress. With Mona. She goes. But before that, her mom told her, your, your father's cheating on me. Oh, she did. And she's right. not taking him seriously. I forgot. When she first sleeps with uh, Ronnie. Yeah, but she goes church. to church. She goes she to confess. church for confession. And then she sees her mother there. And she's like, he's cheating. cheating. Your father's cheating on me. Mm-hmm. And I know. She's like, mom, don't get over. That's, that's not, it's not real. You're just seeing things. And so she Lo sees and behold, at, at the... What's it called? The opera. At the opera. And then at um, the mat. she's like, Pops? I, th- I have a feeling she calls him Pops. I don't know. Maybe not. But anyway. It is mind. Pops. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, oh. <laughs> and then he's like, what are you doing? He tries <laughs> to turn around. Her. What are you doing here? You engaged. And she's like, and you're married. <laughs> And I love that no one never says, "Oh, it's my fault. I'm sorry." They just stand for what they just did. What they do, and that's it. They're yeah. not apologetic. Right. They just go on with life, and that's it. Well, there are moments where they realize, like at the end, when well, because he says, "We'll just continue with that scene for a second. He goes, "I don't know if I saw you here." She goes, "I don't know if I saw you or not either." <laughs> She's like, "I don't know." <laughs> Because if you see me, I definitely saw you. <laughs> that's what you know, obviously she's thinking that part. I don't know if I saw you yet either. Um, and so, um, but she doesn't say anything. Like you, like you said, the mom knew. The she mom just yeah. knows. And so she didn't say anything to her. But at the end of the scene, while they're waiting for Johnny Camarillo, because she decides, she's like, I can't, I have to tell him. Um, Johnny Camarillo is waiting to come home from the airport uh, or come over for breakfast that morning. Um, they're all sitting there waiting and then everything's quiet. And then all of a sudden she goes, I want you to stop seeing her. <laughs> he looks up and they're like, oh, Slams shit. the hand. And the he hand. just slams the hand. Okay. <laughs> and he sits back down. Okay. <laughs> and then she's all like, okay, this is uh, good. But then he goes one step further and says, the day that a man realizes his life is built on nothing is a crazy, sad day. And that kills Olympia Dukakis. And she starts crying. She's like, your life was not built on nothing. Because she's like, like you're everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not nothing. 
you know, and she's crying and she says, Tiamo or Tiamo. And he says it back to her and throws her a kiss and then Aww. everything's fine. So that's their way of having their, their moment yeah. and saying, you need to stop doing this. And he says, okay. And, that's he, and that's his way of apologizing. You know, he doesn't say, I'm sorry. That's his way. And then they move on because you can't, you can't stress about things like that anymore. You just Let have go. to accept it and move on. And move on. What can you do? As Danny always said, sad and bad, but what you going to do about it? Move it on. It is what it is. That's what you can do. It is what it is. Um, so, yeah, what else? What other scenes did you think were funny? The whole movie. <laughs> also that the father, um, was Cosmo's father. Oh, the older man. He's literally called this- Old Man. Old Man. That's his, that's his name in the script. Kept walking um, like six or five or six dogs. All his dogs. Uh-huh. Old Man. All his dogs. Uh-huh. At all times Which of I kept the thinking, day and night, too. Yeah, day and night. It didn't seem like it was like at standard times. It no, was like it was in the middle night. of the night when everyone else remember, when the moon was were out. looking at the moon. They're mm-hmm. in bed looking at the moon. He's walking dogs. He's walking all his fucking dogs. Yeah. Always feeding the dogs like the dinner that the mom made. Uh, oh, I love made. when she All says that. Like, if Old you... man, if you get those dogs any more of my food, I'm going to kick you till you're dead. <laughs> he just stops and turns right back around and puts the food and back eats the f- it, I mean, that movie was fucking crazy. And I love that. Um, the What's her name? The girl that was in love with uh, Ronnie. Oh, the She's like, girl? I'm in love with that man. Yeah. But he doesn't know it. He, he'll never get to know it. He'll never get to know. He can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> because he's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. And the other woman who was there beside her is, we, she's been in a shit ton of movies. I can't Every, remember she's her been name. in everything. But she had like two lines in that movie. That girl had more lines than she did, but the girl was good in it too. But you know what's funny? Like a lot of people that we know as big stars now in Are this in day and age movies back then. were in small roles. In particular, I remember, like I think I told you before, Julian Moore, mm-hmm. who I can, the only person I can think of among many that I can think of. And what's her name? The lesbian from Glee? The, the coach. Oh, Jane Lynch. She, there were unknowns back when The Fugitive came out, when Harrison Ford was big. And did you know The Fugitive was actually based on real case? Really? Yeah. About this case, I think it happened somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, think I remember hearing about um, that. In the neck of your woods, I think it happened. Like, what? right? Some, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I heard it in my favorite murder the other day. Oh, it was my cousin. Was it? <laughs> and I'm like, so it was based on real life. Which is so funny, but all these people get. I mean, it's when you started out, you have to you have to start small little roles, right? And then you move up. But it's like we like saw Billy them Bob grow Burton up. in Indecent Proposal when he was chunky. He was chunky. <laughs> did you up? did you know in that movie that he? Because you know what, I was looking up different types of acting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well, only like method, method acting. acting yeah. And there's another act, act uh, acting thing in that. What's it called? Mariner. Mariner. So anyway, I love how it's on the tip of my tongue because I used to know and now I can't. Think it's of something it. Mariner. Mm. So, so I was like, okay, well, anyway, Meisnick. so huh? There's the Meisnick. Meisnick. That yeah. that. I think there's also the Adler technique. I never. I didn't read about that. Adler, but it could be. It sounds familiar. But yeah, but Meisnick. Yeah. I think so that's how you say it. Bobby, totally out of it. Billy Bob Thornton uh-huh. used little like pieces of glass on his feet so he could walk limp. On that movie that he won the Oscar for. He won an Oscar? For a movie. What was it? That he played a little retarded? Slow? What's the name of that fucking movie? Sling Blade. That. But did he win for acting or did he win for writing it? I don't know. I think he won for writing it. Did he win? Really, I could be did wrong. Did he win? It? I don't know if he won it. Anyways, but I heard that he his method acting, through his method acting, that's where he got the to really suffer the limping thing. Mm. That's insane. I could see how someone can get lost in a role like that. How you can mm. go crazy. It's kind of like, <laughs> I assume it would be like getting addicted to drugs, like being like, like a, you have to be like addicted to drugs being to like a feeling. meth head. No, but like being like a meth head is like, once you start, you can't stop that type of thing. Like once you start with method acting in one role, like other roles is fine. But like, for instance, like if I don't know if Heath Ledger was a method actor, but like if, was if you were actor. doing it as like a serial killer and you want to be a method actor, uh, be careful. You'd start it with that role and there's no coming back. Kind of. You know? Jack Nicholson told him, be careful with that role, allegedly, told him be careful with that role because you, you could go insane. And he was looking a lot on these. He was looking a lot into like these videos of like homicidal people, like their videos, whatever the fuck, to get into the character. But I always thought that I still don't was think that. Though, I still don't think. Also, he had a drug problem. This too, was before that. I don't think that that was the issue of why he died. 
I, I don't Not think he all. was medicating himself for that reason either. I think he was medicating himself for other reasons, whatever they may be, but I don't think it was related to the movie. Well, uh, no, not at all. But allegedly, he was a drug user. Like what kind of drug? Like alcohol and weed, among other things. Allegedly. Oh, those are legal drugs, though. I just oh, read about that the other day. Like something. him and Michelle allegedly had problems, and allegedly he they was like a pill popper. Mm-hmm. Or they had problems because he had problems with drugs. Because he had problems with drugs. Okay. And cocaine, well, that, well, allegedly. I mean, Again, I'm going to say allegedly. they split up for a reason. I and, mean, and it was never, so, no, one, I, no one ever knew why they split, or I never knew why they split up. It was never released. So. I did Which, read once that he had problems sleeping because uh, doing all that research for the movie, mm-hmm. and he was already a, allegedly, like, you know, someone who would abuse substances, and he, like, overdosed on sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Again, Allegedly. I just the weirdest thing I think is that it happened when he was twenty seven. I was like twenty four. No, I was young. I was like twenty two. I think when it happened, so I was like, oh my god, he was older. Like it did. It, I didn't really. I knew it was young, but I didn't really realize how young it was until you're like in your thirties and you're like, wait, he died at twenty seven. Yeah, and you're like thirty something years old. Now. And like he accomplished everything he did at tw- by twenty seven. What have I done in life? Well, Adam, everyone has a different pace in life. <laughs> That's you know what I've done in life. I've survived. I'm here. We're all here. We've all hey, survived. Hey, can I just say something? That's something good. Well, not really. That's kind of stupid to say. What were you going to say? Say it anyway. Because I mean, I was going to say Tina Turner didn't come like make a career, her actual career when she was like in her forties. Really, I didn't know that. But then she started off with Ike Turner. Oh, so but they Tina were... Turner wasn't didn't come. She didn't have a solo career until her forties. Mm. So seriously, like it's not. But then she, in her late teenage, through her, you know. 20s and 30s, I would say she was with Ike Turner in a very, very abusive relationship. Well, like, I don't think anyone allegedly. ever really re- thought that Beyonce would be as huge as. I don't think anyone knew Beyonce was going to be talk who about the Beyonce is. Can right we talk now? about the first second? Because <clears throat> Destiny's Child was so hugely po- uh, uh, popular, popular that, like, anyone previously who had ever tried to split never really became big. Never, or at least a one or two hit wonder or something, right? But like Beyonce, everyone knew she had talent and everyone knew she was in charge of the group. Everyone knew that she was a star, but I don't think, I think everyone knew Beyonce would be Beyonce, but I don't think they ever realized she would be who Beyonce is. You know what I mean? Like when you see, when you think of Beyonce now, you think of who she is now. I don't think back then when she was splitting up from Destiny's Child, I don't think even she or anyone thought that it would get to the level that she's at where she's Beyonce. Because now when you think of Beyonce, you never think of Destiny's Child. And that's the funny part. No, I forgot about that. And them. that was they were so <laughs> popular. You and know they were I mean? good. I yeah. like some Destiny's Child shit. Mm-hmm. Bugaboo. A bugaboo. But can I be honest? Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the big deal is. So I hear that. And I understand that. And there's certain things that I don't understand what the big deal is about. Is it, is it all in our heads? Obviously, it's all in our heads. We, yeah, well, yeah, it's all what we want it to be. It's, but yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. It's, listen, perfect example. So many people think that Lady Gaga is the greatest thing in the world. And everything she does is perfect, right? I don't. So therefore, it's in their heads. It's not in mine. We all have different tastes. Not saying your taste is better or my taste is better, even though I do well, think I'm gonna my taste is better. I want to say that my better. taste has more sense than a lot of people's <laughs> taste out there because they go on merit and artistry. And can I just something? I know that you love Britney Spears, but yesterday, you know, there's a thing, a documentary on her where she is, the documentary is about her and I saw like five minutes of it because I had to stop watching it. I'm like, why do I don't get it? I never got the whole Britney Spears thing. Mm-hmm. I never did. I get Madonna thing, but I get Madonna thing because Madonna is in her 60s mm-hmm. and it's like her career never went away. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Should Madonna grow up and do more mature music? I think so because you're not 12 anymore. But then that's me being an ageist and being comfort, you know, comf- uh, conforming. Is that, is that a word? It's or being a word. Com- I'm conformist to society because I feel like at a, a 60, you should, you know, not go into pasture or anything. But, like, tone of the fuck down a little bit. Like, you're someone's mom. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be with your ass out on this and that. J-Lo does it. With J- okay, but J-Lo, come on. J-Lo should not be compared. Madonna- J-Lo is a mediocre everything. But J-Lo's she mediocre. does it all really well, which makes her really good. She doesn't, she doesn't, she's not the best in any individual thing. No. But she does all of them really well. She's just so afloat. in general, she's really good at everything, right? But she's not 
the best at anything. Does that make sense? Like you have these different parts of being a pop star, right? You know, okay. she's not the best out of any of them, but she's good in all of them, which means she's more well-rounded and better, I think. I don't know. I just feel like going back to like Lady Gaga or Beyonce, going back to Beyonce. There I, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to insult anyone. I just whatever. I just don't You're see not it. insult anyone. I for instance, I didn't really um I loved the Lemonade thing. I didn't like Lemonade, the film, until after I listened to the album separately. And mm-hmm. then I started appreciating the visuals at that point. But there's still some of it that I don't like. The album itself I like, um, or majority of it anyway. I loved her performance at the VMAs this past year. I thought it was great. I didn't like the performance at the Grammys. I'm just like, mm, this is too much for me. I don't like it. Like I didn't like her announcement of being pregnant with the twins. I don't like that photo shoot. I think it was an ugly photo shoot but that's just my taste i think it was ugly um some people there's a difference in appreciating someone's talent and artistry and genius and being a fangirl there's a difference yes 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 certain people for sure are just fangirls lady gaga's people are fangirls they think she can do no wrong so how but why it's her it's her it's kind of like me with like britney to a lesser extent because like oh britney's not no singer Britney is not even a dancer anymore. You That's know what, what I mean? was saying, Adam. But like, she used to be a performer. But because I, I, she was such a good performer and recording artist, and I put that in quotation marks because that does not mean singer. Yeah, right. Um, and she does have the best phrasing of a you know, pop star in, in probably ever. But she, what do, mean, what do you mean the best phrasing? What, what does that mean? Phrasing like when you're singing, mm-hmm. phrasing like the the song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she, because I liked her so much. I'm going to always support her. Um, I'm going to because I liked her so much. I'm always going to support her. But I'm the first to admit that sucked, or I don't like this, or I don't like that, or she sounds awful, awful here. Like, well, like I'm not going to sit there and think everything she does is good because it's not. I'm going to appreciate the things that I do like. Like I love this last album. There are certain things I didn't like about it, but as a whole, I think it's her best album ever as a whole. So I'm going to appreciate that, and I'm going to admit it, and I'm going to tell everybody that I liked it. But I'm not going to sit there and say that it didn't have its problems. I'm not going to sit there and say that, you know, her VMA performance was great when it was boring. Like, I'm you know, I'm not going to sit there and and make shit up. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be Trump, you know, like Lady Gaga fans right. are a lot I'll of times. You know what I mean? Like, the thing you can never take away from Gaga is her voice. She has the voice. Oh, my and God. She always Beautiful has the voice. voice. Beautiful voice. And it's great. But... That just because she has a good voice does not mean I'm going to like her performances. All exactly. Yeah, I exactly. Didn't li- for instance, I did not like her Super Bowl for f- performance at all. And everybody was talking about how amazing it was. And I even thought the vocals were weak. I didn't think they were that great. I did. Oh, re- people are boasting. I didn't I, see the, I the performance. I did rewatch it a couple of days later. And I do think my original take on it was a little too harsh. <laughs> um, <laughs> how but- dare you, sir? Because it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was when I was first watching it. Yeah. But it still wasn't amazing and i i think it was better because she went away from that crazy shit you know what i mean and just did you know a performance which was great but i'm not going to sit there and be like oh wow like you did something that i kind of like yay no i'm like it was okay you know who's got talent people that don't overdo it Mm. look at adele it's true uh, you know what? She got criticized because MTV was criticizing her because she was because they were like, oh, the, her 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 uh, how do you call it? Her ode to George oh, the Michael, the tribute to George Michael was weak. He, that wasn't him. It didn't really represent who he was. And I'm like, she's not gonna go okay, out so there with having, a leather jacket, right? Having, <laughs> it's not her. Having someone like Lady Gaga, who's done tributes before, like yeah, the, the, the Davy Bowie tribute, which I still didn't like. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not even a fan of Davy Bowie. I can appreciate who he is and mm-hmm. what he contributed, Same here. and it's great. I'm not a fan. He's but I can, really, really I great, but I'm talent. just not a fan, right? Yeah. I appreciate him, but I'm not a fan. But having her come out and doing what she did again, do whatever you want. It's fine. It wasn't awful. I just I didn't I didn't care for it, right? Having someone like um, um, Bruno Mars come out dressed like Prince and doing it. I thought he did a great job. Again, I'm not a huge Prince fan, but I thought he did a great job. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, actually. And it was a nice little tribute to him. Yeah. Adele is not the person to come out in a leather jacket and spiked hair <laughs> exactly. to do George Michael. It's never going to happen. Like, that, never that's in not the world. Who she is. She'll never sell out. No. She'll and, never and sell out. It's not out. even about selling out. It's just <clears throat> a tribute does not have to be. 
impersonated it's from her, exactly it's from her to him a it's tribute what she is whatever you think you exactly do. you don't have to dress like the person she's not, she's not gonna turn to into tribute. madonna to do george michael right not gonna happen madonna could do madonna and george michael that's her mm-hmm. but no and no one's gonna and no one's ever gonna expect madonna to go in a big gown and sing a melodic ballad never gonna happen unless it's don't cry for me argentina exactly well that's it Adele did an amazing job. I love that she stopped and started over. I love that because she's a human being. Mm-hmm. Wrong key, Plus, wrong also, note, whatever the also, fuck it is. She's like, I'm not going to give you assholes a chance to say that I fucked up. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm not, not going to continue well, this. She, it's more of like, this is not about me. This is about George Michael. Mm-hmm. And I don't want all of the... Again, I'm just assuming this is what's going on in her head, right? I wouldn't want all the articles written. Adele was off pitch. Yeah. About a tribute to George Michael. It should be Adele did a tribute to George Michael. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Nothing you know else. I mean? So, but then again, what's going to happen is it's going to, it, it, the same thing's going to happen. It was all in the news that she stopped it and started over again. But I love that she did that because she's like, no, I'm going, I want to do this and I want it to be right. To yeah. be right. I have to do it right for him. And I'm yeah. going to do that. That's what a professional does. Again, I, I do think it could be interpreted as a slight dig to Mariah Carey. Not that, not that she did oh, it I as a dig to her, that. but it, you can think of it as being like, well, that's how like that, that's how a professional does it. Not like Mariah Carey. You know what I mean? Not that that I'm not <laughs> saying Adele Adele did, was thinking that at all. I'm just yeah. saying like we could look at it as viewers and be like, that's how you handle it. Not this. That's how but you handle again, that's how you should I, handle it. Keep I true am, to yourself. I am still not upset at Mariah Carey and how she handled it, because to be honest, there that's a different type of venue and experience 180 180 altogether being in an auditorium and taking your 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 what's it called earpiece yeah but yeah sure i'll just call it earpiece taking that out oh monitors i guess taking monitors are down there i guess taking your earpiece out and still being able to hear from the monitors yeah while you're singing in like uh, a venue is one thing Doing that in the middle of Times Square on New Year's Eve. Ta- outside. Can't. Outside. That's crazy. So she took it out and then she couldn't hear shit. And what <laughs> do you want her to do? Just walk off? Because if she walks would, off, if she, she's listen, not going to do it. She's damn if she did. She's damn if she didn't. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. So yeah. she was She was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I do. She didn't walk out. She no. tried. She did try. She I mean, tried. I she will, was like I walking I will agree around. that she, I don't think, I think her attitude was poor. But knowing the things that came out afterwards, which a lot of people don't believe, I do. Um that they kept telling them over and over and over, this is not working. This is not working. Oh, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. It's not working. What she should have done is I, then I'm not going on. But then what would have happened? She would have been damned then too. Cause they said Mariah Carey threw a diva. She fit. wouldn't have won. Everything was fine. It was working. We told her it would be working and she didn't want to go on. So she ruined new year's Eve. <laughs> so everyone, no one Year's Eve for no one this year. Exactly. It's been canceled. <laughs> exactly. Thanks Mariah. I love that. We talked like 20 minutes about music now. Not even about because music. But, it's, it, but because, it's related because Cher's a musician. Because Cher's a musician. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have the greatest voice. And I, I, whatever the fuck. But she's um, an amazing it, fucking okay, actress. Greatest as far as it may not be the greatest like technical vocal perform, uh, ability. But she has a, one of the most well-known voices voices yeah yes. very uh distinct yeah it's a share voice yes. like you know it may not be great but it's distinctive but i just want to say that <laughs> exactly <laughs> i just want to say that going back to the grammys last last uh week mm-hmm. i don't know how long it took beyonce to do her little parading around her little costume but let's not forget that you are a musician or are you what are, are we now Cirque du Soleil? i don't understand and i and i just and i just want to compare this this is the grammys mm-hmm. adele did what a musician should do. Mm-hmm. Metallica did what a musician should do. You go up there in your best what you can do in your best and that's organic and you sit there and you sing the fucking song and you play the instrument and then you go off stage. I don't like all these dramatics. I'm not here to see you pu- being puppeteered around, around the fucking thing. I want I want to hear a song and feel an emotion. I'm not here for Cirque du Soleil. That's all I want to say. <laughs> I, again, I was not a fan of the performance. <laughs> I actually turned it off because I'm like, I can't. I'm not a fan of the performance, but 
I will say the Grammys can't just be people who get on the stage and sing because then it you will be, have no it one be. singing because the music world is not full of singers. No more. The music it world died a is long full time of ago. recording artists. Yes, unfortunately. Madonna is not a singer. Unfortunately. Rihanna is not a singer. Like none of those people are singers. They cannot get up there oh and God. sing. And even That's the so ones sad. even the ones out there who we would consider singers cannot sing live. Katy Perry is not a singer. I'm sorry. The, but that's what I have to put Adam. That's what I have to be all dramatic exactly. because they have nothing else. But Beyonce is a singer. Beyonce can. Beyonce is a she, singer. Do you know what? She should rely more on her chops and make a presentation than fucking with her voice. There's too much. Okay, you, you want to be a little a visual musician? Okay, I get it. Put a little fucking firework in here and there. My God, am I watching a movie or am I? Or do I want to hear you sing? Do I pay Again, I to agree. go? Look at Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. I haven't been to a concert ever of hers. She has a mediocre voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, she True. made a career going flat the whole She's time. <laughs> but okay. Damn. Okay. I'm the just shame, saying. girl. I'm just saying <laughs> that I love me some Mary J. Blige. We're going to change the name of this podcast to The Shade. <laughs> shade of the Week goes to Hyro with his roast of Mary J. Blige, who he says I'm became famous saying. by being what? Flat. flat. <laughs> She's been a career of career being flat. flat. Um, that was good. And I, and I love Mariah Mar- Mar- Carey. I love Mary J. Blige. I'm just saying that I'm, as a musician myself, I want to see more of our, own, of our emotion. Not a monitor displaying smoke crap all over the place mm-hmm. and you being flipped on your back. Who? This, again, you're not Bjork. And even Bjork sings beautifully live. Mm-hmm. And you're not Cirque du Soleil. I, I turned Grammys to watch music, not to see a circus. Again, I agree with this performance. I was not a fan of. There's a lot of performances she's done that are very visual that I did like. I did not care for this one at all. And that was a good album, too. And Adele had it right. She was like, you know what? I agree. I, I completely agree. I honestly agree. agree Beyonce should have won Conceptually, the album was uh, outranked Adele's. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adele's twenty five was no twenty one. No, exactly. I was going to say that. But I also think I that. also think the Grammys are not considering that, which is they're, they're not. I don't even know what the Grammys consider. The Grammys anymore, are not. I'm sick but of the thing it. is, we are saying give it to Beyonce because Adele won for twenty one and twenty five is great, but it's not twenty one. It's lemonade exactly. is better. But you have to think of it as on merits against each other. We're comparing it against twenty one. They're not, or at least they shouldn't be. Who the Grammy voters? Yeah. So compared to 21, of course, it's nowhere near 21, but it's still really, really good, 25 is. But again, I still think 25 is better. But you also have to look at the voters. What is the voting body of the Grammys? Are they older men? I feel like, I think I read somewhere there are older white men. That's not Beyonce's market. Well, that's not fair then. You know what I mean? That's I know bullshit. it's not fair. If that's true. That's being biased. I don't, I don't know if that record, if that article was true. But if that is true, you know, you have to look at that. Also, you have to think of vote, vote, vote splitting. When you have like those random years where something won, you're like, who the fuck is this person? And is that an album? Like, are they a musician? Like, the, whoever the fuck won for um, um, when Amy Winehouse lost. I don't remember who it was, but I'm sorry. We're like, who is this? Really? But I think a lot of times that happened. Wait, did she listen to the Lumineers? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it was Lumineers. But like. I think a lot of times those moments happen because of vote splitting. They vote for this one or that one, and then it leaves room for the third one to come up. Just like Adrian Brody when he won the Oscar for the piano, no one thought also he was method win acting the Oscar. in that too. Oh, really? Yes. No one thought he was going to win the Oscar, but it was um, Jack what, what Nicholson him up to for About Schmidt and Daniel Day Lewis for Gangs of New York. It, they split the votes, and then it went to Adrian Daniel Day Lewis got a pneumonia through. Because of method acting for that movie, Gangs of New York, of New York. he refused to wear a coat outside and he got pneumonia. <laughs> he, seems, he seems like he says also actor. for um, Abraham Lincoln, the movie he made with mm-hmm. him. So if was like he would text write, will not call me, text or write through Abraham, Abraham Lincoln throughout the whole thing. He would address me as he, Polly. I love that he would steal Polly. That's not her name. What was the name in the movie? Who was it? Who was his wife? Was it Mary? Mary Todd. Todd, whatever. Mary Todd Lincoln. He addressed me as Mary Todd. And from beginning to end, it was Abe Lincoln. You did not see him. You just saw Abe Lincoln the whole mm-hmm. thing. I love that he was still text, though, not just, I would just write it out. Like, no, he was like texting. You would text texting. through that. Do using that that day that, that day uh, four score seven years ago doing a text message. Oh my god. And I'm like, what? That's funny. That's crazy. Um, anything else about the movie? Um uh, <laughs> you mean, I mean from Grammys or what are we doing now? I don't know. <laughs> 
This became more of a pop culture podcast. I just have to say that it was the first time watching Moonstruck Mm -hmm. this morning. Um, All the way through. You've seen pieces, right? Or no? No. I've seen only... No. I mean, I was really young when I saw like little bits in here here and there. Because they they never really show that movie Mm -hmm. anymore, which they should. It's never Such a good fucking movie. It's one of my top ten now. It's it's One of my top ten. It's amazing. And it just... um, And I feel like... Many times, okay, so I first saw it when I was dating someone here in New York years ago, and I slept over. And he was like, "You've never seen Moonstruck with Cher?" I was like, "No, girl." And he was like, "But you have to watch this." He put it on, and I was like, "How come? How have I never seen this movie?" Such a good. And every time I start while I'm watching it again, I always say out loud to either myself or the dog or someone who may be there, "I'm like, I always forget how funny this movie is." It's really and then, funny. I, I don't watch it. I, I, I finish it. And then a year goes by. I watch it again. I say it again. I forget how funny this is every single time. It holds up. It's so Made good. Made in 87 One of my and favorite. it holds up like amazing. So well. good. It's like almost on t- you know, on, on the same ranks as Terms of Endearment. Where I, really? I personally hold. Really? Because you don't see that acting. It's true. It's very rare. And... And I always say that in terms of endearment, the acting there, you'll never see it in any... I've never seen that type of acting, caliber acting, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I'm including Rose Streep in there. I've never seen that type of chemistry between characters anywhere. And in, in my 37 years of... No, I'm 36. In 36 years of, of living. Never seen acting like that. What about nine months you were in the womb? What? Exactly. My mom watched some shitty movies, I'm sure. <laughs> but no, nowhere near nowhere near up in terms of endearment. It's the best movie ever. Ever period, and you're for you for me, yeah. best which we have to do because we did my favorite one already. Yes, we're so doing we terms do of endearment. Um, at some point, because I think the next week we're doing something else, of course, because that's what we do every week. That's what we do every week. Not sorry about it, not, not, not in the least. Um, so well, that's, that's all, it. right? Yeah, that's it. So, guys, comment, like, review us, and have a great week. Thank you guys so much. Review us. Thanks. Bye. Bye.